it looks like Facebook is having issues. Hold on. We are on in on YouTube. Hold on a second. Edit. Pull it down, delete. God is going to give me a tech person. <laughs> yes, he is. I will have somebody behind the scenes operating like Les Brown. Yes. John. I speak it. I speak it into existence. I touch and agree with you. Yes. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. It's already done. No that. good thing he'll withhold from them that walk up right. That's right. That's right. So 20. Delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. And you delight yourself in him every morning. <laughs> publicly. Publicly. Read his word. So you will have your tech person. Just say when. Just ask him when. Tell him when. We are here live with none other than Pastor Allison Joan Hall in the house. <laughs> hey, Allison. Hey, Pamela. Thank you so much for having me on your platform. I am honored. I'm sharing the stage with some great people. John Tallarico and Les Brown and Jay Sean. And I'm just, I'm just honored to be here with you, sister. Yes, God is good god is so good so y'all come on in good afternoon good evening good morning wherever you may be joining us live and to the ones who join us on replay we say hello to you as well so whether you're joining us through youtube or facebook live we are so happy and grateful to have you to take time out of your day this evening for another episode episode eight Oh, I like the number eight. That's my favorite number. What you say? Yes, it is. Do you know yes. why? 
Wow. When I was a little girl, my mother's birthday is February 8th. Okay. My, okay. my, uh, my birthday was the 5th is the fifth and my sister's was the third five plus three is eight my stepfather's birthday was october 8th their anniversary was september 8th so that Come was on, my favorite that was my favorite number eight so we're going to uh go ahead and invite everyone to come on in come on in and join us and if you join us in the private Facebook group, Broken Pieces to Peace, you have the privilege of sharing, uh, putting in the comment section, okay? And we'll be able to see your comments live, but make sure you give StreamYard permission. Good morning, um, good afternoon. See, I'm used to saying good morning, but good afternoon, <laughs> good evening. I don't know who you are, but go ahead and give StreamYard permission to see your name, okay? Good afternoon, Iffy in the house. Hey, hey Iffy. Iffy. Thanks for coming. Absolutely, absolutely. So this is episode number eight, and we are live with none other than our featured guest, Allison Joan Hall, for episode number eight of Who Wouldn't Serve a God Like This, where it is my mission, goal, and desire to share with the world the crisis or the trauma that God has permitted in our lives. And then there's those triggers, right? Or those defining moments that was used to strengthen our faith. And then we have the triumphs or our victories where, that we've experienced above all to glorify God and yes. around and help others. All right. Yes. So I'm honored. And it's a privilege to have none other than my special guest today, Allison, Pastor Allison Joan Hall. And so Allison was diagnosed with bipolar one in 1999. Allison took medication for over 20 years and through her faith in God, she has overcome symptoms of bipolar one and has been medication free. Y'all hear me? <laughs> medication free. So you all better go ahead and tag the minimum of 10 people, the minimum of 10 people, and let them know that we are here live because some lives are going to be changed, some uh, Amen. Be broken today, okay, because you're all going to get the key, all right, set free, Amen. in the name of Jesus. She has been happier, and all is on, all yes. is on, let <laughs> all understand that in a minute, in a minute. <laughs> what all is on me, okay? That's the spelling of her name. I'll let her, I'm not gonna feel her thunder. I'm gonna stop right there. And then, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Pamela. Thank you so much. Allison for joining us and being able to tell your story because God has blessed you in a mighty way. And you're such a powerful woman of God. And I'm so honored to have you share the stage with me. And we're going to have an amazing time. So I, I want you all to go ahead and love, like, and share. If you have not already, join my um, private Facebook group, Broken Pieces to Peace. And tag the minimum of 10 people. Let them know that we are here live. And also, click that notification button and let them and make sure that you know every time we go live, whether it's in the morning for the 365 days of reading the Bible or our 
episodes of Who Wouldn't Serve a Guy Like This in the AM and in the PM. All right. And also go over to YouTube and join my YouTube channel as well. All right. So with that said, I'm going to move out of the way and get into it. All right. So Allison, welcome. Yes. Welcome. Thank you. And so go ahead and share with my audience what was that thing that happened to you or those traumas that happened to you in your life? Okay. What happened to me occurred two years ago in 2017. From 2017 to 2018, I had 177 documented migraine headaches. Wow. I was going back. I had to document them because I was going back and forth to the neurologist. But let me tell let me introduce my name first and tell you my name first and introduce this beautiful woman in the picture. That's the late Reverend Dr. Joan Corsi. And she was my mother and she named me Allison. There's several ways you can spell Allison. She spelled my name A-L-L-I-S. Oh, and, and I was a little girl and I was learning to write my name. I said, A-L-L-I-S-O. And I said, my name spells all is on. <laughs> and that's how I live my you life. Think, you figured it out yourself. <laughs> I, was, I figured out myself. I said, wow. my name spells all is on. And that is how I've lived my life. I've been married and divorced three times, married 31 years to three different men but all is on. In 1999, I was diagnosed with bipolar one. I said, okay, give me medicine. Mm -hmm. All is on. I'm going to keep, you know, keep trying. I'm going to keep fighting. So I took medicine for 20 years, but then in 2017, things started going drastically wrong, not only in my physical body, but in my, my, my relationships in my life, all of them fell apart. Someone, close to my children told them a, a lie on me and they stopped speaking to me. I was devastated. I was so close to my children. I was always close. You didn't see me without seeing my children. They didn't go to babysitters. They went with me everywhere. I loved every, there was no terrible twos with them. It, yeah. I loved every stage of their development. I loved me some Joshua and Christina Hall, okay? And wow. when they stopped speaking to me, it was devastating for me. Wow. Then the marriage was on rocky ground. The 21 year, this one was 21 years. I was married to their father for 10 years. And then the, the second marriage, that was just a mistake. And goes to show you how powerful the subconscious mind is, okay? Mm -hmm. My mother died on my birthday, okay? So wow. every year prior to my birthday, I would start, I didn't even, I wasn't even diagnosed with bipolar then. This was 1995. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I would, I would plan something big. So I didn't have to focus on the, the fact that she died on my birthday. So the first year I went on a cruise to, to, to um, my uncle is one of the original flamingos and they were playing on a cruise ship. So I went there that first year, the second year I started getting anxious, you know, before April 5th, she died on April 5th. And wow, wow. I hooked up with a, a, a gentleman that I was taking karate with and ended up getting married like five days later <laughs> on because for my birthday, he gave me a ring, a diamond ring, right? 
and it was a heart shape. I was like, and I didn't want to focus. I didn't know what I was doing. Okay. So I was like, is this an engagement ring? He said, it can be. So that was on April 5th, right? We got married at the Justice of Peace on April the 10th, okay? I wore a black miniskirt suit, okay? I looked in the closet, I was like, oh, this is cute. I wear this, right? Black miniskirt suit, right? <laughs> on April the 10th. And I didn't realize it until the next year when I saw the obituary, my mother's obituary, that was the day we buried my mother on April the 10th. And I wore black. I didn't even know it at the time. And he ended up being abusive. So uh, what happened was we went, we had a little argument on the way to karate. And the Holy Spirit, I didn't know his voice then. I didn't know his voice, but he told me, don't spar with him. Don't mm -hmm. spar with him. You don't, you can't trust him. You don't know if you can trust him. I didn't listen. So wow. we're sparring and and he did a roundhouse kick across my face, right? <laughs> I was like, okay, I kept it together. I kept it together. Got home, I'm thinking about it, I'm thinking about it, I'm thinking about it. I was like, you know what? And mind you, he was 5'3", I'm 5'6". So it was intentional, yeah, all right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I, you know, I had kept fighting and everything. You know, I'm not like a slouch or anything. I'm, I'm tough, you know, but mm -hmm. it was intentional. So how God got me out of that relationship is he, he wouldn't admit that he did it on purpose. And I was, I've always wanted to walk in the truth. Mm -hmm. I've always wanted, I was like, listen, you were upset and you use poor judgment. But I need you to be honest with me. If you be honest with me, I will forgive you because we all make mistakes. Yeah. No, it was an accident. It was an accident. He kept saying it was an accident. I said, well, I want you to leave. And he left. He left. And that was the end of that marriage. It only lasted like a month. <laughs> if, if that long. If that long. Wow. wow. Okay. So you, do you have faith? I don't. I, it's, I can't share it. I can't no, share. No, no. If you have Facebook open, go ahead and close it because it's giving feedback. You have to close, uh, not StreamYard, Facebook. Okay, I just closed it. Is that better? Yeah. Oh, yeah, much better. Okay, okay. I'm sorry. Okay, but we I've never told anybody that story. You brought that out of me. <laughs> wow. Wow. I've never told anybody that story. Okay, so let's go back. Your mother was a pastor. My mother was, uh, she was one of the, the um, founding members of a theater in Baltimore called the Arena Players. When she, she went, to, went away to college, it, she went to NYU and she majored in theater and, and um, speech. And she went to, she was in the same class with Esther Rowland, Louis Gossett. She brought them to the theater at the Arena Players. I met both of them. And um, when I was a little girl, and my mother was either, she was a Baltimore City school teacher. She was a speech therapist. She was a master teacher. She wasn't in the classroom, but she taught for 33 years and she took us, she was either in or directed every play of every season as I was growing up. So I, I was a theater brat. My sister and I, we, we grew up in the theater and, and whenever they needed children to act in the plays, they would, she would, she would put us in the plays and everything. And, you know, it was wonderful. When she was an overachiever, 
she not only she had got a double, you know, double major from NYU. Then she came home, bought two houses, a pink house for us and a pink house for her parents. Okay. And then she started a television show called Miss Joan and the Talking Toys. Miss Joan's speech therapist. Yes, she was so bad. My mother was so bad. Then she got her, then she got or um got saved and got ordained. And then she got her master's in theology. And she on her hospital bed before she passed, she finished her doctorate. Wow. Undergoing chemotherapy. And her classmates at Dayton United Theological Seminary thought so much of her that they sent, they paid for my sister and I to fly from Baltimore, Maryland to Dayton, Ohio, to her graduation to receive her covered diploma and her hood. Yeah, that's what kind of mom she was. She was amazing. And she took me everywhere with her. She took us everywhere with her. I always felt loved. I always felt wanted. And she didn't even know it. I, I talk about this in my book. But when I was a teenager, I remember her telling me, Allison, either you're up or you're down. There's no in between with you. And she didn't say it in a, you know, like an attack. She wasn't attacking me. It was just something that she observed. You know, and that back in the day, you know, that that was I'm 55. That was, you know, so we didn't talk about, you know, mental illness that much. And but she was diagnosed. She diagnosed me. Didn't even know it. I was I was oh, I was down. It wasn't any in between. Wow. Wow. So I went there because. To find out your spiritual roots. Right. Right. My mother, she talk about bold um i get out she was just a powerful once she gave her life to christ she was just became more and more powerful and before she passed before she passed the night that she passed god told god told me that she was going to die on my birthday he told me the night before that she was going to die on my birthday i remember being in the hospital with her she was in a coma and i called wwin and i asked elder lee michaels could he play um a song for her and i remember i could still hear his voice talking about we sending up prayers to reverend joan corsi she's in the hospital i'm playing this song for her and it was king of glory that he played and God told me, I got home that night, God told me he was going to take her. I said, well, if you have to take her on my birthday, Father, can you give me a double of her anointing? Come on, man. That anointing showed up two years ago when I found myself alone, separated from my husband, separated from my children, of, of cl- other close relationships. It was like I was just by myself. And I said, what am I doing wrong, God? What am I doing wrong? What I give? He said, you trying to be me. Mm-hmm. You're trying to be me. Come on now. You're trying to be me. So I said, okay. I was 53. I said, okay, I'll do it your way, Father. Whatever you want me to do, I do it. I just totally submitted to him. And then he started talking to me. He started talking to me. I ended up, I was, I, I ended up having to retire because like I, I kept falling in the classroom and I was having so many migraines. I retired, right? From mm-hmm. teaching. I taught Baltimore City Schools for 22 years. Once I retired, I'm in in my prayer closet praying, and he says, the medicine is killing you. Mm. I was like, well, you got to teach me how to get off of it, because I tried to stop a couple times over the 20 years, and I ended up having to check myself in a mental hospital. You can never stop abruptly taking any medicine that you've been taking for a long time, okay? Mm -hmm. 
I didn't know that. And I exactly. found out the hard way. I exactly. found it some, oh, you talk about fiascos. I quit my job teaching. I threw a deck of cards at my kids, at my students. <laughs> No, I, kid. I was working in this jail school. I put a kid in the chokehold because he took my life so I wouldn't give it back. <laughs> I no. said, Lord, I'm end up locked up myself. Let me out of here. <laughs> you are I love it. I love it. I love it. So, 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 so what happened was, so he told me to check into a two week day program at Shepherd Pratt Hospital and the people there are wonderful. And I was taking, I was, I had stopped driving. I had to stop driving. The person that got a driver's license on a birthday, I took my driving license test. When I turned 16, I had to stop driving because I didn't want to kill anybody. Right. And so I took you know, mobility to for two weeks to Shepherd Pratt for that day program. I attended groups. I started working on myself. I saw a psychiatrist every day, a therapist every day, a nurse, and we just saw how and the psychiatrist helped me wean off of the medication. Mm-hmm. And what was so wonderful about that when he told me he waited till after I retired, he t- took my he gave me my teaching's pension and he gave me disability. <laughs> and then during the pandemic, he told me I was, I was, this is okay. This is what he taught me how to trust him with my life. I, because I didn't have anybody else. I said, okay, well, I got to love you. You got to be enough for me, God. You regardless of what you, my God, you, my God, and I love you no matter what. So I just started focusing on, I, I focusing on my attention. I wanted to die though. I was begging him to die. I was begging him to take me home. I was begging him. And I got to tell that story. My spiritual mother, Doris, she sent me, she taught me about being consistent. That's why I do my prayer run and my YouTube every day. Haven't missed a day since June 7th, 2019. Haven't missed a day. The person that was sick all the time, depressed all the time, wanting to die, didn't want to wash, didn't want, just sleeping. And oh, it was just, I was just a hot mess, complaining all the time. And it's so much to my, oh, it's so much. So, I um wait, where was I? Help me, help me, Pamela. Help me, Pamela. Where was I getting ready to go? You were going to your prayer closet. Or no. Wait a minute. What did I just say? We didn't need to we I obviously didn't need to be said. So go ahead and then the Lord will bring it back to you. Help me, Lord. Um it's just so many thoughts was just flowing through my head at one time. It's so much. It's just so much. But, oh, you were doing your prayer run, and you're doing yes. your. Oh, Doris, Doris, that's what I. That's why I messed myself up because I'm throwing this story in there. But I love this story. Okay, so so Doris taught me about Doris and Nate from St. John Amy Church. They both on the choir. Doris would send me a, a, a scripture every day and brother Nate would send me a prayer every day. They send everybody prayer. And I was like, dang, Doris don't miss a day. And it, you know, she don't miss a day. Might not be the exact same time, but she's sending every day, every day, every day, every day. So, but that's all she sent was text. This one particular day I had a really bad migraine and I was separated from my husband and I was crying and I just was begging God. I was like, God, just take me home. Mommy, I want to come home with you. I don't want to be here. No more. Nobody love me. I don't want to be here. I was just crying and crying and my head was hurt. It wasn't, wasn't, I would, I, it, it was just not, it was, I wasn't good. And mm-hmm. my phone beeped and I picked up my phone and I looked at it and it was a 
it was a song from Dars. I said, Dars, don't Croatia wipe my eyes. I said, Dars, don't send me no song. <laughs> song, right? So I pushed the song. It was, it was, it was the song, gospel song, You Can't Die Yet. What you say? I'm not lying. I am not lying. Oh, I, I, my eyes. I said, what? So I said, okay, God, okay, God. So I never, ever since then, I never wanted to die again. Wow. I said, you don't, you want me here? I'll be here. Yeah. And then he taught me how to, I just started trusting him instead of trying to make myself happy, instead of trying to make people around me happy, instead of trying to make anything. I just started asking him to trust me. And he taught me something. I had been saved for years, but mm -hmm. I used to pray to God and, and, and Jesus talk to God and Jesus. I didn't talk to the Holy Spirit. Come on, so, so start. So I started, I wake up in the morning, God wake me up, say, look at my phone on Facebook. I look at my phone. Somebody talked, Little Dollar talking about the Holy Spirit. The next thing he said, look at your phone. I look at my phone, Joyce Ma, she's just start talking. She talking about the Holy Spirit. Mm. She said, look at my phone. I look at my phone. Somebody else talking about the Holy Spirit. Everybody's talking. I said, what's up with this Holy Spirit? <laughs> right? So then I started, I learned that you got to invite him in. Once you give your life to Christ, he comes in to dwell within you, but you got to activate him. He's a gentleman, just like God, just like you have a choice whether you accept Jesus as your savior or not. So I started inviting him in. So every day I wake up in the morning, I said, God, I open my eyes. I say, thank you, God, for another day of life. God, my thoughts, my, no, I say, I say, thank you for another day of life. Order my steps in your word. So I'm in his word. First yes. thing in the morning, last thing at night, I'm reading the Bible. I'm doing him. And yes. then I say, Holy Spirit, this is what I added these last couple of years. I started adding Holy Spirit, have your way in my life today. God, my thoughts, my words, and my actions. Yes. And I hit the ground running and he orchestrates that my life is amazing. Do you yes. hear me? Talk yes. about miracles every day. Every day, miracles, my life. I can let with under with the guidance of the Holy Spirit. My bipolar is a superpower. It used to be a disability, but it's a superpower now. I'm totally medicated for he's changed my diet because I started asking about everything. I write it down in my prayer, my prayer book. This is my prayer book, it's 25, 25 pages long, loosely pages long. Okay, I start asking father because I had arthritis in my body. I had, my body had to do the 12 step, uh, seven step, get it together in the morning when I got out the bed. It took me like seven steps to be able to stand up all the way. My back was so jacked up. I was like, God, what exercise do I do for my back? He said, swim once a week. Don't have any back pain. Long as I swim once a week, I don't have back pain. If I forget and I don't, I'm like, why am I back hurting? I was like, oh, you didn't swim. Okay. Just start talk. I just started draw near to God and he will draw near to you. That's James 4, 7 and 4, 8. And I used to ask him everything. What should I eat? And this is really a kicker. I asked him, what should I eat for my body? Because I have arthritis real bad, right? Mm -hmm. So to stay away from foods that cause inflammation. I right. go to the grocery store. I started buying, I used to buy what my ex-husband like. I didn't buy what I like. I love pineapples. I started, I got pineapples. I never used to like mangoes. But he, this one particular day when I went shopping, he just drew, drew me. I just felt drawn to these products, right? So I got pineapple. I got mango. Got lemons. Got olive oil. I got mandarins. Used to, didn't even like mandarins. Couldn't stand mangoes or mandarins. I got mandarins, right? 
limes. I was buying all this stuff, right? And when I, I get a message in Messenger from a nurse, this is during the pandemic, right? Said, and it was a list of nine things on the list. And these are the things that you take to build your immune system. The title of it was, this is how you can fight the coronavirus and any other virus, right? Mm. Seven of the nine things on the list is what God had me take it, including turmeric and ginger. I was yes. doing a turmeric for the inflammation, but right. it also builds up your immune system. So I, right. every morning I drink turmeric tea, a little like an eighth teaspoon, quarter of a teaspoon of turmeric tea, a couple tablespoons of honey. I used to hate honey. He made a new pot out of me. I am not the same person. He's totally changed me. He's totally yes. Totally changed me, changed my taste buds, took everything away that I that used to bind me. I was addicted to cigarettes, couldn't stop smoking to save my life. I smoked, I smoked off and on since I was 16 years old. Still, wow. still active, still running track, still, still doing dancing, still doing everything. Wow. And he started breaking me. How, how he kind of took that away from me. I was down to like one cigarette a day and I was, I left church one day and I would just, cause I didn't smoke that much. I would just like get, go to the corner store and buy a 50 cent cigarette. Right. So I left church and I went and I got some cigarette, got one cigarette and I was smoking it, driving down. And I was looking, looking to see if anybody from church to see me. God said, Oh, Oh, so you care if your church friends see right. you smoking, but you don't care if I see you smoking. Oh, that thing sent chills. I was like, okay, God. Come on now. Okay. 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 Yeah, that's, that's the problem and, that a lot of people have. They don't really believe that God is God, that he knows and sees all. You want to yes. hear more about what somebody else thinks about what you're doing. But yep. you don't care about what God sees. When yes. you hiding from the world, God created the world. And he yes. is everywhere. Yes. He sees every nick and cranny of this world. Amen. You know, let me see. I, I, I don't let them see me do it. Right. God said, okay, I got you. I was like, okay, okay, Lord. And then guess what? He he, he showed me something. He, he shot that. I think it was that same day. I think it was, it was that day or soon after or soon after, but that made me think that made me think hmm. I'm like, man, don't have a heaven or hell to put me in. But That's God, right. Does. That's right. God does. So now I don't even, I don't, I, he is my, who I, impress that's mm -hmm. it if it goes by him it can go by everybody else it's Absolutely. fine I, I walk in total truth i don't lie i walk in total truth i speak the truth and but what he did for me soon after that how he delivered me he delivered me from smoking soon after that and i was it's based on that that scripture because i used to write down that scripture um First Corinthians six nineteen. Know you not that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit, which you have a God. You are not your own. That used to convict me. And while I was smoking, I used to always say, God, please forgive me for smoking. I'm so sorry. Please forgive me. Help me stop. I tried the nicotine gum. I was addicted to the nicotine gum for years. Okay, I tried. To, I tried. I tried everything the patch i got hypnotized i paid a hypnotist to hypnotize me i did binaural beat sleep meditation i tried all kinds i did herbs i did everything to stop smoking and guess what stopped me he sent me just like he, he always tell me he uses the airway 
That's why I call myself the pastor of the airway. Come on now. So, so he used, he picked pick up my phone. I pick up the phone. This man just started preaching. He said, yeah, it's a, it a white man in the church. He said, yeah. He said, I was talking to one of my congregants. He kept saying, I can't stop smoking. I can't stop smoking. He said, well, first thing you got to do is stop saying you can't stop. And mm. then every time you think about smoking, every time you smoke, say, thank you, Jesus, for setting me free from nicotine and cigarettes. So yeah. I tried it. Every time I smoke, thank you, God, for setting me free from nicotine and cigarettes. Don't feel any shame. Don't feel any guilt. And this can work with anything. You hear? Because we speak those things that are not as if they are and they will come to pass. Yeah. Thank you, God, for setting me free from nicotine and cigarettes. Thank you, God, for setting me free from nicotine and cigarettes. Next thing you know, I didn't even notice I had stopped smoking. Didn't have headaches. Like when I tried to stop in the past, I mm -hmm. ate like a pig. I gained weight. I had headaches. I was irritable. No side effects. Just spoke that thing gone. And that will work with anything. I'm telling you, one of God's word is true. Exactly. God's word is true. I'm telling you, honey. I am telling you. I, uh, I sent um, one of my viewers a message today. And uh, his mother, he's over in Africa, and his mother had been sick, and I hadn't seen him on the live. And so he reached out and just to say hello, that he was, you know, still going through it because his mother was sick. And I was like, God can heal anything. Jehovah Rapha is a healer. He's the yeah. God who heals. Come on. So he's waiting on us to ask. Yes. SK, he said, ask and it shall receive. Ask and you shall receive. Yes. Seek and ye shall find. Not in the door will be open unto you. Yes. Yes. That's and the word. order that is in in the Bible is A S K. Oh, <laughs> go ahead. See, I had never thought about that. The secret. Amen. All we he, have not because we ask not. All he wants us to do is ask. He's waiting. He's giving us those opportunities. Yep. Yep. And so I told truth. him that, you know, God is a God who heals. Okay. Yes. All we have to do is ask. And the reason that we don't get our healing, our breakthrough, is because our lack of faith. He said, all it is is mustard seed faith, right? That's it. And That's if it. you speak to that mountain, you can tell that mountain to move. Hey, Sheree, yeah. you can hey, tell Cherie. that mountain to move and it shall, not it might, it shall, it shall. move. Amen. His word is true. Yes. And he not only, he not only, he, what he did was, so he got me off the medicine and then he told me how to handle Every one of the bipolar symptoms, my psychiatrist, Dr. Tubman Rhodes, used to say I could be the bipolar one spokesperson because I'm classic, <laughs> all of the symptoms, right? All of them. But God has told me how to work all of them. Yeah. He's changed everything. And I am, my life is a testimony of yeah. what God can do when you trust yeah. him. Yeah. You can, it's documentable. And I didn't know it was so hard for me to make my YouTube videos at first. He, he told me, he told me since I, since I retired you, you do what I tell you to do now. I retired, you do what I tell you. I said, okay. He had me in my prayer closet set up like this every day since June 7th of 2019. I sang a hymn or two. I'd read the Bible. Or two, or two. I, I'd take communion and I pray. 
Okay. And now then he added, started Aaron and told me to pray. He said, encourage people to exercise. So that's where this, the Facebook live prayer run started. So I've run with my German shepherd and as I'm running, I'm holding my phone and anybody God shows me cause they don't have to say anything. It'll just say Pamela is watching. So yeah. I say, God bless you, Pamela. Thank you for being here with me, God. And I just pray for whoever he shows me. I pray and I do it every day. I haven't missed a day since doing it. I wasn't doing it every day until I moved, came to visit Phoenix. I was here visiting my daughter and because I would just move like every, I would just do it when I was in Baltimore, maybe every three days or when I, fear, I felt let felt led by the spirit to do it i i I don't i won't get on i won't say anything if if the spirit's not lead me right right? so when i came to visit christina and charlie and my granddaughter kamea december 15th through the 30th i got up every morning and i did a prayer run every single day for 15 days then i get back to baltimore every morning i had bought a two-man sauna because the arthritis was in my back back so bad the arthritis of my body heat helps me so i was sitting in my two-man sauna thinking and one morning i was praying and i was thinking i was like i really flourished when i was in arizona i was did a prayer run every day i was real good spiritually when i was there i said my body felt good too you know that heat was good for me so i told my daughter i said baby if you i said i'm retired you know and and if you need me to you know come and help with the baby i will and she she um wasn't maybe a couple weeks went by and she called and asked me would I come when I move. I was like, okay, I'm there, I'm there, right? So I was kind of taking my time though, because I was still had a little attitude problem. I was still like, I ain't gonna be Johnny on the spot. I'ma go, but I ain't gonna go just like that. I ain't gonna I'm gonna take my I was taking my time, right? So then so then she video chatted me with the baby, and then she had the baby at work. I was like, oh, she really needs me. I left 12 o'clock that night. Wow. You hear me? I drove from Baltimore to Phoenix. I left 12 o'clock that February 22nd, 12 o'clock that night. My wow. name Leon helped me load my car. We loaded Nikita in there and we drove and got to reach Phoenix, um, Phoenix on February 25th at two o'clock in the afternoon. Enough time to check into my apartment here. And see, God had me build the the while I was focusing on why I was I, my kids weren't speaking to me. God had me focus on. He made me remember when me and my sister, my mother left us a house, the house that I have in Baltimore, and she had both our names on the house. And no matter what we did, how bad we were, or whatever, she never took our names off that house. So that's what God had me focus on when they weren't speaking to me. He was like, "You, your mother worked hard for this house. Keep this house up. The basement always flooded." Fix this house up. So God made a way for me to, I, first I waterproofed the basement because it always used to leak. And I said, I'm thinking I'm not going to be here, but I'm going to leave it for them. You know, I'm thinking you're going to take me home. I wanted to die anyway. Then he, he let me use my architecture background and I designed an Airbnb for the basement. So I still have my side of the basement and then have a one bedroom Airbnb because I already had one Airbnb in, in Hampton, Virginia, but one bedroom to the, you know, that I keep, in case I want to come to visit, I just run out two bedrooms, right? So, so, um, um, so I designed designed that, and and this is during the pandemic. We built this during the pandemic. Wow. Okay, wow. 
Home Depot was still open. And I was listening to a woman named Jamila Gooden. And she was saying, God say, she's a prophetess. She said, if God say, if you build right now, he going to bless it. If you build, he going to bless it. So mm -hmm. I built, I wow. built. And, and tell you, you, God, the light, my favorite scripture is Psalm 37, four, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Okay. And when I left Baltimore, I left my bedroom locked because I wanted to somehow not only have an Airbnb in the basement, but I wanted one on the top so I could pay my rent here. Right. So I left my cats there because they keep the cat. They keep I'm coming to a one bedroom. I can't take a dog and two cats. So my girlfriend Marion was going cleaning it. And then the, what I wanted was to somehow rent that out as an Airbnb with the cats. Right. <laughs> God said, go do it. I learned to do stuff afraid, okay? So I'd set up the Airbnb. Instead of charging $70 a night like I do in my house in Virginia, I charge $32. And it's called for cat lovers only. So if you love cats, you just got to give my cats wet cat food every day and scoop the kitty litter and give them water. And it's $32. Wow. And it's two stories. You got two bedrooms. You got the full bath of dishwasher. You got a big screen TV with cable. Got a sauna, two-man sauna. And it's be booked. And people love my cats. The last people that stayed there, Smokey had something going on with his hair. So my Sheila, my cousin, my friend Sheila took her to the vet for me. They donated a hundred dollars for the vet bill because they love Smokey. Come on now, God, we can have anything we desire. <laughs> God can do anything. Yeah. If he can do it for the cat, he can do it for you. Yes. It so, pays my pays my rent here. Won't he do it? Won't he do it? Well, we got um, 10 minutes left. I'm so but, sorry. It's too much. It's too much. It's okay. So I'm I'm getting ready to play. Les, I got hooked up with Les Brown. See, when I one another thing when I was in when I was, I wouldn't even be able to tell my story. I wouldn't even be telling my story now. God had to show me, just like He showed me them other preachers and stuff. He one day he told me pick up my phone and he showed me Les Brown on YouTube. I had never I had never heard him before, and he started his speeches inspired me. He said, somebody else's opinion of you doesn't have to be your reality. Because everybody was hating me at that time. Nobody was really liking me. Nobody wanted to be around me and stuff. And, and he helped me. And I was driving back and forth, setting up my first Airbnb, listening to Les Brown over and over, listening to Les Brown. And and then I got ended up be, um, being one of John Tellerico's um, clients. And and. He taught me about about goal writing, mm -hmm. and if it wasn't for them too, I wouldn't have two books. I wrote two books in six months in Come English on, and Spanish, and I narrated them both myself in English and Spanish. Come on, Come on and I got in the back of my book. I put my prayer my prayer books for people that don't know how to get results with their prayers because I get results. My prayers, God answers my prayers, but He is no respecter of person. What He does for one, He'll do for another. And my books are called, the English are called Cracks in the Potter's Clay, How I Overcame Bipolar One with Faith. And in Spanish, Grietas en la Orcilla del Alforero, Como Superé, Bipolar Uno con Fe. Yeah, I used to teach Spanish. And, and I sing in the audio. The audio books are actually free right now. The, 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 the audio and the, the um, 
ebook of free on Amazon right now. The book is only $8.99. The English is only $8.99 on Amazon. The, the Spanish is $9.99. You could go to my website if you want a signed copy. I love to write messages to people as the spirit leads me, just like he leads me to pray for people. And um, the, my website is allisonjohn.com. Don't forget to HTTPS colon forward slash forward slash www.allisonjoan.com and that's for signed copies in english or spanish and uh just just and if you, for, for um daily motivation i i do i post all of i post my youtube and my facebook live prayer run on my website every day. I update it every day and I send it to people. I send it to people. I just want I want everybody to be as happy as I am. I want everybody to be able to trust God with their life and live a life of walking the victory every day. Speaking things that that are not as if they are. Speaking your healing every day. I'm healed every day. I don't entertain pain. No. When I start getting a headache, no, Satan, you're a liar. By Jesus stripes, I am healed. And then I focus my mind on something else and the headache goes away. My back start hurting anything. Satan, you're a liar. By Jesus stripes, I am healed. I am healed. So go back to hell where you belong and, and the pain goes away. Amen. <laughs> Amen. So with that said, Allison, I am just so grateful for you to come and share your testimony with the world. And it's going to change lives. Because somebody, something that you said that was said today was said to strengthen somebody else's faith. All we have to do, all he's waiting on us to do is to look to him and ask. Yes. And depend yes. on him because you got something in your life that's in his place. Mm -hmm. You have something in your life that's in his place and he wants that because you had a love for something that was in his place and he wanted that. Mm -hmm. It's like those, mm -hmm. those, those cigarettes you were dependent on. Yep. Yep. Cigarettes. Yep. Yep. Gave he up everything. To depend on him. Yep. I've given up everything. Like he he yep. wanted, he wanted that. Yep. yep. Don't get it twisted. When you get it twisted, then he gonna shake the thing up. Yes, definitely. Yep. He took, he changed my diet. I don't, I don't I'm a vegan now. <laughs> Amen. Boy, 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 boy. And I feel good in my body. I feel good. I can run a hundred yard, a hundred yard dash in 13 sec, 13 seconds. That's what I did a couple weeks ago. <laughs> I'm 55. Come on now. I'm better than I've ever been. Huh? How young? Huh? You're how 55. young? Yes, 55. Yes, girl. Yeah. 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 55. Yeah. 55. Or like, 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 um, like, um, Owner told Les Brown when he turned 75, said, Daddy, you're not 75, you're 75. So I'm 55. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> this, this is what 50 looks like these days. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You're 50? <laughs> I am 51. This is what I say. The Holy Spirit had preservatives. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah, the Holy yeah. Spirit got preservatives. He does. He does. Got to hook up with the Holy it Spirit. Up. That's where our power comes from. Prepared. Our power comes from the Absolutely. Holy Spirit. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so yeah. if everyone, if you all want to get a hold of, you want to contact uh, Allison, you go to www.trustgod.com. 
at all is on jones.com www.trustgod at allison no 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 the jump no that's the the email it's that's www it's www um dot a l l i s o n j o a n dot com. My email is is trustgod at allisonjones.com. I guess it's too many Allison Jones getting get confused. But that was my mother's. My mother's name was Joan, and that's that's why I like to have my middle name in there. She was wonderful, and I'm just like her. Everything she was a dancer. Everything I get from her, I get it from my mama. All right. I get a smile from her too. <laughs> Well, I definitely appreciate you for coming in and being my guest and sharing my faith and sharing sharing your story with the world. We are truly, truly blessed. And I want to share your video most book. She has a book. It's phenomenal. So I'm going to share this. Let me know if you all can see it. Okay. Let's see here. Making all that daggone noise coming. Here's kid. All right, here we go. From author, Pastor Allison Joan Hall, comes the book, Cracks in the Potter's Clay, How I Overcame Bipolar 1 with Faith. Diagnosed with bipolar 1 in 1999, Allison took medication for 20 years. Through her faith in God, she has overcome symptoms of bipolar 1. Cracks in the Potter's Clay is available on Amazon in English and Spanish, in paperback, ebook, and the audiobook is narrated by Allison. Hardcover copies of Cracks in the Potter's Clay are available online at barnesandnoble.com, and you can order signed copies of both books on her website, allisonjoan.com. This book is perfect for individual readers as well as church groups and book clubs. Cracks in the Potter's Clay, How I Overcame Bipolar One with Faith from author Pastor Allison Joan Hall. Order your copy right now. All right. Thank you so much, Thank you so much. Thank you so much. God bless you. Remove that. All right. So, Allison, before we end, all right, while we're winding down, I always ask my audience three questions, okay? So the first question is, what are you most grateful for? Most grateful for being able to trust God with my life, just knowing that I can trust him, just Amen. knowing that I can trust him. All right, question number two. What is your definition of peace and how do you define peace? Peace is is being saved, knowing that, that I'll never die because of what Jesus did for me and him being my personal savior, that, that I'll never die. I'll never, my spirit will never die. So I don't fear death. That's peace to me. I don't fear death. Whenever he calls me home, it's a win-win. I'm enjoying this life down here. But when it's time to go home, I'll be so happy to see him face to face and see yeah. my mother. And it's it's a win-win. I don't fear death. It's Absolutely. peace. Absolutely. Glory. I trust him. I'm yeah. not going anywhere until he tell me it's until it's time. That's and I'm not going in, and nobody can 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 pluck me out of his hands. It's just a it's just peace. Absolutely. Last question. What are some of the things that you do to maintain your sense of peace? Because, you know, I have a my personal my um, private Facebook group is broken pieces to peace. 
Mm-hmm. All right. And so what are some of your uh, things that you do to maintain your sense of peace, whether it's your daily rituals or some things that you would like to recommend or share to our audience today that will help them move them to let go of their broken pieces from their past and move them into uh, move them forward into their life of peace. I recommend that's a wonderful, that's a wonderful question. Thank you so much. You ask good questions, Pamela. You're anointed. I thank God for you. Every day, I think it's impossible. As soon as you open your eyes, thank God for another day of life. And whatever your your religion is, I don't want to offend anybody. I know what works for me. But whatever your religion is, as long as you believe in God, if you're getting the results and if you have peace, by all means, keep doing what you're doing. Keep acknowledging God. But if you are, are, are want to give my Jesus a try, <laughs> invite him, invite the Holy Spirit to lead you every day, every day before you get out of bed. Thank God for life and and take a bath. I take a bath every morning. It's good for my arthritis. But while I'm in the bath, I read my prayer book. I don't go anywhere until I read my prayer book, until I spend time with God. And it's, it's full of names scriptures, hundreds of people's names. I'm still adding names every day because that's what God tell me to do to pray for people and and to and exercise every day. That's one of the symptoms that bipolar people can't sleep well. So he mm. says you can't exercise two or three days a week like most people know. You got to exercise every day. So I run every day. I walk mm. with my granddaughter three days a week a mile and then I swim once a week for a half hour and I mm. sleep like a baby. But but pray Every day, talk to God just like you talk and have a relationship. It's not about the church. It's not about the building. Our bodies are the temple of the Holy Spirit. We are his temple. Exactly. We are the church. We are the church. So just talk to him and let him watch him talk back to you. Amen. Amen. This has been so rich. This has been such a rich interview. Thank you so much. I love you. I love you too, Pamela. I'm so blessed. I'm so grateful for you. I'm so grateful for this opportunity. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, absolutely. And uh, your baby right there that you brought on with the tennis shoes. (laughs) Yeah. Look, it's hot in Arizona. It'd be like 113 (laughs) degrees. I got a shoe. With tennis shoes and he was (laughs) trucking. I was like, look at that dog. That is awesome. Well, thank you all for joining us for another episode of Who Wouldn't Serve a God Like This. Now, I want you all to uh, make sure that you all tune in in the morning, 6 a.m. Central Standard Time, 7 a.m. Uh, Eastern Standard Time. 4 a.m. Pacific Standard Time out there in Arizona on the West Coast. We're out at 4 a.m. Uh, and then for if you ever aspire to read the entire Bible in 365 days, then that is seven days a week uh, that we do that. And then every Wednesday for another episode of Who Wouldn't Serve a God Like This? This has been another episode of Who Wouldn't, Wouldn't Serve a God Like This? With Allison Joan Hall as our special guest. Thank you all so much for joining us, and we will see you soon. Take care. Bye for now. Bye.
Kina say bye too. Bye, Kina. <laughs> <laughs>